You're listening to the Tenuto Podcast presented by 4th Street Records. I'm your host, Kevin Lynch, and here we go! Alright, and welcome back to another episode of the Tenuto Podcast here, where we as music teachers are becoming our full value. Get it? Like Tenuto. <laughs> uh, where we're becoming our full value as music teachers by listening to different interviews with some of the most diverse music teachers in the country. I'm your host, Kevin Lynch. I am a second year band director, middle school. Uh, I teach middle school band up in Northern Virginia, and I'm just getting through it right now, having a great year. And I just started working with a marching band. So if you haven't listened to some of my interviews with the Big Ten marching band directors, I suggest you do that right now. Um, But we've also had this segment on the show called Going to Grad School with Brandon. Brandon is a grad assistant at West Virginia. So let's go ahead and go check out how Brandon is doing. We're going to give him a call right now. Here he is. Brandon, how are you doing? Good. How are you, Kevin? I'm doing great, man. It's, It's great to hear from you. How are things going down in West Virginia? Well, they're doing great. I'm finally getting into the swing of things, and uh, things are looking great for uh, the first half of the semester to come to a conclusion. Yeah, awesome, man. So the last time we talked, you guys had just played a game at the Washington Redskins Stadium and won, and you were riding pretty high. You were pretty happy. What's What's been well, going on since then? That game. Oh, sorry. You guys lost that game. Well, I got to say, um, I, I think my highlight from the past two weeks isn't necessarily marching band related. It's more, um, we, we played our first Wind Symphony concert. Um, no way. It a, yeah, already. It was only about three, four weeks into the semester. Uh, we had a fast turnaround, uh, but it was a completely Sousa-themed concert. We played it in an outdoor park um, in the amphitheater. Um, so all Sousa, Granger, Pryor. Um, in in the mix. Um, so it was a really fun concert to kind of kick off the school year. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so what was that like? Only rehearsing for like three weeks before you played your first concert. Well, you know, I've played with bands before, especially uh, bands during the summer where we we are a Sousa band, and uh, you know, we're we're practicing music in order to have a one week turnaround. To a new concert, but in or we, uh, now we had four weeks to rehearse this music. So, you know, there, this music, you know, Susan March isn't very hard on the surface, but we really dug into it and got to the very nitty gritty details of what made it go from average to very beautiful music. Um, so it was just very fun to finally be able to dig into some of this repertoire. Very cool, man. That that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. So, c- coming straight from from undergrad to grad school, what's been what's been some of your added responsibilities? What makes this year different than your senior year at Penn State? Well, now I'm kind of like I'm in a position where I have to be the organizer of half this stuff. So I have to be there loading the truck uh, with stands and making sure that rehearsals are set up. So and then playing the rehearsal. So not only am I 
a musician in the air, so I also am doing a lot of behind the scenes work that I'm that I'm not so used uh used to in undergrad, but it's not a bad thing now. I'm very enjoying what I'm doing, but um I'm kind of doing double duty. Yeah. What kind of behind the scenes work do you get to do? Well, just uh, making sure that everything's in in terms of marching band, making sure that everything's purchased for the game in terms of drinks and uh, water, Gatorade, and a snack for the band, um, making sure that all our operations people know what they're doing for so the game So it's just day. like, yeah, it's the that, things that, like, people may never think about, but super important. Yeah. So that's awesome. super important often get overlooked if no one's paying attention to it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's that's great that you're learning all that stuff now. Very cool, man. Yeah, well Yeah, that's it's been awesome to uh to check in with you. I wanna ask you one more question. Sure. Um what's your what's one thing you're looking forward to this this coming two weeks? So it's Monday, September eighteenth today. What are you looking forward to? And I'll check in with you on how it went next time. Well, we are off marching band for about three weeks now. So I'm finally, uh, <laughs> one thing I'm looking forward to is a little bit of a break. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I, I don't Pittsburgh Symphony on Sunday. Wow. Um, that's, I'm really looking forward to it. It's my first time um, heading out of Morgantown since I've been here. So I'm ready to get out uh, and, you know, take advantage of what the Pittsburgh, which is only about an hour, hour and a half away from here. So I'm looking forward to that. Awesome, man. Well, thank you for, for taking the time to, to let me check in with you every week. And uh, I really appreciate it, man. Absolutely. Thank you for uh, getting into contact with me again. All right. And it was awesome to hear from Brandon again on this biweekly interview. Now, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about Will McLaughlin. And and I just want to be clear that this interview was actually done over the summer before the Big Ten tour. Um, so this interview is pre-recorded from the summer. But here's about Will. Will teaches middle school band, and he is the second assistant at a school down in Dallas, Texas, um, where he, he works with... Um, Middle school kids, 7th and 8th grade. Really, really interesting interview coming up. And Will is a fantastic teacher and really an awesome personality to have on the podcast. He's a really funny guy. I've known him the past two two or three years. We've worked together down in Interlochen. Um, so it's, it's been a blast just getting to grow up with Will. And we got a job actually at the same time last year. We both got hired a year ago this time at Interlochen in Michigan. So... It was really cool for us to come back and talk to each other about how our first years went. Without further ado, here is the interview with Will. I've got Will McLaughlin, a band director from the Dallas, Texas area. He's working up at Interlochen this summer, and I was lucky enough to catch him. So, Will, thank you so much for doing this interview with me, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, my first question for you is, can you tell me a little bit about your job? You just finished your first year as a teacher. Um, and you're teaching in Texas, which I'm kind of like obsessed with culture down there. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're an assistant band director? Yes. So we have uh, three band directors on staff. 
Okay. Uh, my boss has been teaching for uh, about 17 years. Wow. Uh, the assistant right above me, this, her, that, this was her third year to teach, okay. and then me, first year to teach. So um, between the three of us, we had all the classes split up. Um, we are incredibly fortunate to be able to team teach a lot, having mm -hmm. a, a lead teacher and then uh, somebody in there assisting. So um, I had my own band class in the mornings uh, that uh, was very, very small. It had about, what, five to seven kids. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And so... Like all different instruments? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it was heterogeneous class and um, very, very low skill level. Mm -hmm. But I really enjoy working with them. So that was that. And there were two other beginner classes going on elsewhere in the school that my boss and the other assistant would teach. Okay. The, after that would be the assistants, her band, that went to a contest and mm -hmm. um, performed there. We're team teaching there. Got it. Um, more beginner classes throughout the day. Our boss has their honors group. We team teach that. And then the other beginner classes are interspersed throughout. And okay. We all teach those individually. Cool. So you're middle school, so you teach grades 7 through 9? Just 7 and 8. Okay. 7th and 8th grade. And they start in 7th grade. Start in 7th grade. Yeah, so, that was actually, it worried me at first. Yeah. Because um, I, I was a, a sixth grade beginner. Everything I had ever heard about was sixth grade beginners, mm -hmm. and I was like, "How are they possibly going to be ready for high school?" Yeah, and, um, they do it, man. <laughs> they do it, and they do it really, really well. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> so, is there like just like a big jump between seventh and eighth grade? I mean, that's what it seems like it would be. <clears throat> yeah. So. Um, Luckily, with seventh grade kids, they're a little bit more mature. Mm -hmm. um, their brains are more developed. They're a little, they're more ready to move faster right. than sixth graders, which to me are it's just there's a big jump there between six and seven. Mm -hmm. So automatically, you can move faster, and then you just got to know that in eighth grade, you're going to have to just keep pushing that gas pedal the whole way, mm -hmm. you know, to kind of catch up for that lost year right. in a way. So. So the culture in Texas seems like it's very like supportive of music education. <clears throat> Absolutely. Your, your head teacher's been there 17 years. So is that is it like climbing a ladder? I mean, you're like the second assistant now, and like, are you looking to be assistant and then head? Is that like is that how it works? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, you know, the the culture has changed over the years, but that that's tends to be how it works. Yeah. Um, and the the advice I got while I was student teaching. Um, was definitely to try and find a job like the one I have now. You okay. know? So yeah. having three directors is not very common, but that means that I get a lot of mentorship and everything else. So starting right. out there, right. um, the advice I got and that I'm uh, feeling like I probably will take is, you know, stay at a job like that for a few years, um, look to move up to like an assistant mm -hmm. and have, you know, more class responsibility, take group to contest, that whole thing. And then eventually, you know, be a, be a head band director somewhere. Yeah. I feel like I'm fully prepared to do that. Yeah, man. So. That's awesome. I don't know if you remember, but this time last year, we were both here at Interlocking. Oh, and gosh. we, like, we both had our interviews for our jobs. Mm -hmm. And, like, we both got it. That's pretty, it's, like, pretty cool to be back it and, like, is. talk about this. It is. Um, what's, what's, like, something that you've done this year in your classroom that you're proud of? Like, something that, I don't know, you think is unique? Yeah. So, I, um... I referred to the, the band class that I have, um, and you know it being so incredibly small mm -hmm. is it's just it's a really uh, it's a great opportunity for me to get really 
one-on-one time kit, uh, one-on-one um, time with kids mm-hmm. that just really need the help. Yeah. And um, I was so happy to work with them the entire year, get to know them on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Um, when these certain kids might get kind of overlooked in other classes, other bigger classes that don't have the time to meet their needs. Um, and it was just, it was an incredibly eye-opening experience and just uh, a very fun and uh, just, it was, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, if you could like, if you could think about your, your whole first year um, and pinpoint like one thing that, um, I don't know, it was like, Everybody says the first year is like the hardest year. Is there anything that you like struggled with at all this year? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I think you talk to any teacher and uh, one of the first things that comes to mind is discipline. Mm-hmm. And yeah. how every teacher will have that same kind of look in their eye about how like, wow, I did not start this off the way I should have. Yeah. And you end up fighting a losing battle all year. So, um, you know, my mentor teachers, co- they coached me as well as they could, and yeah. I did as well as I could, and that obviously, you know, is going to fall short. So, yeah. um, and then the entire year just kind of watching kids, um, they they didn't get as much out of my classes as I wish they could because my discipline was not yeah. the way that it should be. Yeah. Um, so I learned a ton from that. <laughs> I went into my boss's office every day and was like... Like, what am I doing? <laughs> what have I done? Um, but, yeah, man, discipline was yeah. huge. Discipline was huge. And also, the, the other thing that was kind of funny, really, is just um, there's so much to know at the beginning of the year that you just don't know. Yeah. And it's the, it's the little nitty-gritty things. It's mm-hmm. almost like coming here to Interlochen. Yeah. Um, there's this whole system in place that you just don't really know what's going on. Like... Now, at the end of this year, now I know where all the phone extensions are. Mm. I know right. yeah. um, the people that work in our office, what their favorite drinks are. And if you mess <laughs> up and you need to go buy them a drink, yeah. this woman likes her Diet Coke and she <laughs> likes a Frappuccino. And, yeah, dude. Um, yeah, so it's little stuff like that that is very nice to know now that I did not at the beginning of the year. Mm. So. Yeah, I agree. And like, <clears throat> just like interlocking, um, you just have to get comfortable there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you went to TCU. Yes. Your big TCU guy, marching the marching band, all yep. that stuff. What was one thing that they did really well that like prepared you? Is there any like class that you kept looking back on or anything? Yeah. So um, I think one of the things TCU does really really well is they <clears throat> they teach you as a musician. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely as a teacher, mm-hmm. but. Um, they establish you as a musician and keep that going all the way throughout your degree. So, yeah, an incredible foundation with theory and ear training. Yeah. Um, private lessons with your, you know, the professor all the time. And um, so I think that's, that's been an incredible foundation for me to, to learn how to be a teacher on is to be a musician first. Right. And to look at everything through that lens. Yeah. To, in every rehearsal, be able to hear things that are a half step off because my ear training classes were great. Yeah. And, you oh, know, yeah. Tell the kid true. to go from second position to third, you know, that kind of stuff. Cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> did you do student teaching last year? I did. And you were in a middle school? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
so what what was that like with compared to where you are now? I mean, is it still was it still like the three director system or or what was that? It actually was. Okay. Um, so so it's like four directors with you. It, exactly. Wow. Exactly, and that was just kind of by chance. I mean, I definitely picked this the school that I student taught at. Um, it's very much a, a purposeful decision. Like, okay, um, it was a, a low socioeconomic area that I knew that I, I wanted to work in and mm-hmm. um, just see the success happen in the program. And um, and they, it was very similar in that what socioeconomic areas of my school and theirs very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, the band program itself is, a, I'd say, different. The um, where I worked when I student taught um, would they probably leave the school at um, I don't know 6pm 7pm each night Yeah, have a lot of extra things going on which is great for the kids and they um, very much enjoyed it Yeah. Um, but the way it is in my school now um, my my boss has made it a very purposeful thing that we're not going to be at the band hall all day yeah um which you know, six or seven p.m. is by no means all day, but it's just a, it's a different it's a different way things are worked, and there's success in both programs, and yeah. it's just different. Yeah, and it's it can different. like it can consume you. I mean, it really can. That, it I've really, seen so really many can. teachers just like they stay there all night, and mm-hmm. there's no life outside of teaching. So absolutely, yeah. I, that's one of the most things I'm most fortunate for is um, just having somebody that. Like well, really, have, yeah, having the mentor yeah. and having a first year where I was able to teach, learn a ton, leave at five most days, <laughs> yeah. and then continue developing as an artist as well. Yeah, you know, singing. Oh yeah. Um, at church, um, great church that I go to that I love singing in their choir. Cool. Um, been playing my horn whenever I can. Yeah. Um, yeah, writing a little bit, all this kind of stuff. So. Is there a lot of opportunities there to like play? Um, I haven't gotten a lot into the the playing opportunities yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hoping to pick up gigs when I can. Um, but the, actually, one of the coolest things I've been doing this year is playing in a, a saxophone quartet. Mm-hmm. Um, so where I teach, um, so obviously there are tons of within the district. There's a lot of band directors. Yeah. And so there happen to be four guys that all play saxophone. That, That's awesome. Yeah, that just uh, they've been kind of uh, a couple of them have been around teaching for a little while and been looking for more people. Yeah, and so we just we started a saxophone. Quartet. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like, all the there must be a ton of music teachers. Like there are band teachers. There in are the district. Wow. Exactly. And this, you know, they're just four guys. And we all just want to play, so we get together about once a week. Yeah. And at the end oh, of this cool. year, we uh, we went around to our four campuses and okay. played for all of our students. Yeah. At the end of the year, and it was it was. Fabulous. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, your high school, do they have three directors, too? Uh, so, we have, uh, they have two, which actually, this is very unfortunate, the, the head band director just passed away oh. at the high school. Oh, man. Yeah, so they are, um, had his service, and they're looking to, obviously, to fill that job. And, yeah. Um, but him, before he passed away, his assistant, and then there's a, a percussion director. So... Um, the percussion director will go between both campuses, so he'll spend about half his day at both. So he'll be at middle and high. Yes, that's that's really nice. It's really sweet. So do you teach any? Do you teach percussion? Yeah. So okay. so the way it works is they're scheduled to high school every other day. 
he'll have to come to the junior high late because of the class that he's finishing mm-hmm. up there. So okay. I will teach the beginning of his percussion class yeah. whenever he's not there. Got it. Which that was an eye-opening experience. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's so the whole just, thing within itself. It's just percussion? Just percussion. That's like, that's foreign to me, man. That's, yeah. What yeah, is so that is it, like? Is it, uh, are they all mixed in for as beginners? Yeah, we have, um, we have a brass class and then a woodwind class, and we put percussion with one or the other. Okay. Or we intersperse them between both. Yeah. We, yeah, incredibly fortunate. Like, yeah. Just, uh, yeah. my, my boss has been teaching at this one school for, I think he just had his fifth or sixth year. And over time, he worked with our administration. The other thing that's just incredible at our school is the administration. And yeah. um, they've worked together with my boss and yeah. been able to get the schedule exactly how they need it. It sounds like they're so supportive. Incredibly supportive. Yeah. And they've gotten it to where all of our beginner classes are homogenous. They all meet at their own time throughout the day. Um, and it's, yeah, it, it really sets those kids up for success. And So what about... Tell me a little bit about percussion, because there's no like, do they? I guess the bells have melody, but like, when you're practicing music for a concert, how does that work? I mean, yeah. So they they started off the year with a lot of a lot of fundamentals, mm-hmm. and as the year progressed, and the closer we got to concerts, the fundamental music would scale back a little bit, right? Add in more yeah. of the concert music, but okay. for percussion, they their concert parts tended to be very simple and they could kind of do that put it on the back burner and continue working on fundamental stuff yeah. um, <clears throat> so they would start every day working on a practice pad playing you know eight on hand playing different exercises um, that I kind of had to stay one step ahead and yeah. kind of like learn what they were learning <laughs> yeah. but just a little bit faster than them um, and then eventually incorporated in mallets uh-huh. and playing scales mm-hmm. and timpani and all this kind of stuff. Wow. Um, yeah. That's and so cool. Yeah, it's very, wow. very cool. I would love to have that. Mm-hmm. And I bet they grow so fast. They do. They really, really do. And they, you start to develop kind of a culture within there, too. And um, yeah. A lot of the times, like, my percussionists are the ones that are the most, like, hard for discipline. Because, like... Sometimes you just, you can't deal with them. You can't, I don't know, you can't teach them the whole time. Like, you have to work on the other people, too. Exactly, exactly. That's, it's tough. And they have to stand. You know, yeah, there's, there's a yeah. lot of thing about, <laughs> yeah. like, percussion culture that's just, it's tough. It's, like, yeah. tough by nature, uh-huh. you know? And I feel like we can kind of meet them halfway, but, yeah. you know, it's, it's not easy. No. Absolutely not easy. Oh, that's cool. All right, man. Here's my last question for you All before right. we do a rapid fire. <laughs> um, I ask this to everybody. So, so go back one year, yep. you're at Interlocking, like you just got your job, super psyched, you can meet yourself, what's one thing you would tell yourself for this year? I would try and put my fears aside, just tell myself, you are going to have an incredible year, you're going to receive more mentorship than you ever thought you would. Mm-hmm. Um, you will learn more than you ever thought you would. Do not worry. Cool. Do not worry. All right. Real quick. Let's get a little rapid fire right. session in. I don't know if I'm ready for this. So, dude, you're ready. Um, I'm just going to ask you questions, easy questions. Right. First thing that pops into your head, just, just say it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, all right, here we go. Ready. What is your dream vacation? Dream vacation, climbing through the mountains of Colorado. Nice. Yeah. Have you ever been there? I have. Cool. I just went, what was it, last year? Last spring break. I actually hung out with, you know, Ben Whittier? Yeah. Yes. I hung wow. out with him. In Colorado? Yeah, and some friends from uh, from college, too. I heard it's gorgeous out it there. It is beautiful. It's only, it's like being here in a way. Yeah. Anywhere you look, it's gorgeous. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, what is the last book you read? Last book I read, it actually was something for school. So I read a book called <laughs> Wonder. Uh, oh, yeah. They're I doing a, yeah, yeah, an entire, uh, our whole school is doing this uh, kind of study on the book. Mm -hmm. And so our principal, that's the last thing we did. She's like, here you go. Read this over the summer. It was a great, great book. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, one, if you could like put a quote on a billboard for like the whole world to see. All right. What would it be? Um, I actually just heard this quote the other day, actually during some training we were doing here. Um, it was, if um, you perceive everything as if it is uh, a miracle, your life will be incredibly different. Huh. Yeah. Huh. That's good. Yeah. I like that. It, yeah. Dude, there are people who like write, write, I asked that question to a bunch of people and people like write those down. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. Uh, last question. If you could grab a beer with any musician, dead or alive, who would it be? Okay. First person that comes to mind, Cannonball Adderley. Oh. Alto saxophone player. Nice. Incredible jazz musician. Yeah. Pick his brain. <laughs> How do you play these sick licks? <laughs> Teach me. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for doing this, man. This it's, is incredible. I'm awesome so happy we you. got to do this. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and that interview with Will McLaughlin was presented by 4th Street Records. They have been taking care of our audio, so I really, really appreciate that. Like I said earlier, this podcast is going to be every other Tuesday. Um, so thank you guys for listening. We're still going to have the same great guests. In fact, we've got a couple really good ones lined up. If you've ever heard of Peter Boonshaft or Richard Bundy, um, the former band director or athletic band director at Penn State University. So we've got a, good, a couple good ones coming up. Be on the lookout for that, guys, and I will see you next Tuesday. Peace.